Hello everyone. Welcome to Love Sophia Musings of a Wholehearted Woman. Thank you for choosing to listen again to our podcast. And it's been a while. Um, this is my third take before I, I got to do the introduction correctly. So thank you for waiting patiently i actually had to um do some thinking and rethinking about about this channel about this podcast and even my youtube channel because uh just to share a bit i was kind of pressured it's not really seeing it's not really manifesting like thoroughly that I'm stressed about the channel but there were persistent thoughts again of how can I better express myself how can I better express stops so that it will be better or it will be easier for people to understand and stuff like that and I was too engrossed with the idea of perfecting things of you know of learning new methods to convey certain things and it was I believe paralyzing me I think that's the right word paralyzing me to to just create something just create from the heart so yes I'm back again and I think I love podcast better it's easier to do and I can really share myself more fully but i love doing videos because those are really more an effort more takes right more shoots and i have really to think about how to shorten things so that people will be able to get it even with a short amount of time But, uh, yeah, I just have to go back, I think, to what I am more, where I am more comfortable of. And this is doing this podcast. So, we left off from the topic of limitations. And, yeah, I had a counterpart on my channel about that, where I showed people about our experience in in the past about the flood so you can check that out as well if you haven't already and after a long time i think before doing podcasts i have thought of what to share and the things that were in my mind was was about emotional intelligence how to label your, our emotions but today i will not be sharing about that i will be sharing more about self love yes i think this is what um i am guided to talk about more this is also one of the fundamentals of mental health because as you can see or can hear rather in the other sharings that i had 
one of the key things that I really wanted to that I really wanted to share or it's my advocacy is mental health because psychology is my my background so I really wanted to foster resilience to teach people practices that they can hone in themselves so that they can be more kinder to themselves and also we can have a better emotional and mental well-being okay so without further ado thank you so much for the patience of the long intro i just have to spill that i believe so right now just to give you a context um i wanted to share about self-love because recently with that inner struggle that i had i think i have to also share how we can be kinder to ourselves be more compassionate and you know self-love is something that is misunderstood of a concept i had this friend way back on my university that he had this kind of iffy feeling about the self-love because i don't know what really his thoughts about it i I didn't really have that kind of in-depth conversation with the person but as time goes by probably as i was also observing how it is used in media how it is used in marketing that self-love is something that we can indulge ourselves okay thinking more about ourselves um, and probably leading to um, if it's not used or it is not practiced well it can lead to selfishness okay just being so absorbed and so indulged of ourselves however and I think I have to add to that that it is used in media as a marketing campaign to buy more, right? To consume more so that you'll be happy. You can love yourself better if you have this kind of stuff. You go to certain places to unwind, to buy something that is comforting for you. However, on the real core of self-love, it is more of really respecting yourself and allowing to have that awareness that you are lovable that you are worthy and i believe we can go deeper on learning more about ourselves that we can look into our values which i already talked about in the previous podcast about boundary setting that actually we need to know who we are what is that sense of self that we have and it is quite hard to know more about ourselves when we are surrounded by a lot of stuffs right by materialistic stuffs because love of oneself does not really 
just come out if we have a lot of things in our lives. There are many things that we have to let go of and to be respectful of who we really are. Okay? Knowing your values, what, what do you believe in that are in line to having that peace, that inner peace that the world cannot give. Okay? So, again, I want you to go back to that podcast where I asked what are your goals, uh, what rather your values. Is it your family? Is it your, your relationships? Is it giving to the world? Is it, is it your faith? Okay? So in my case, it is knowing who I am. And it is really anchored on the, on the thought that there is a God who loves me. So I am able to, be, to love myself. Because, you know, I can really remember in one of the lectures that we had in developmental psychology, that I think it was an introduction to, uh, intro, introduction to developmental psychology. And we are on the part that we were talking about, I think, belonging. Yeah, because love and belonging are very related to each other. So my professor actually talked about we cannot really know what love is when we haven't really experienced love ourselves. And we, as children, experience that kind of love and belonging from our caregivers. Firstly, from our caregivers. And that's why majority of us in this field in psychology wanted to know the historic the background of a person and the childhood of the person even going to the prenatal part of the person when they are referred what happened that time okay how is the how were you taken care of even before you were born? Were you were you thought of first? There were there plans or you just came out without the plan of your parents? So something like that because the the way that the parents would respond to taking care of a child of letting the child feel about about themselves having that kind of safety okay love and belonging really matters and we can actually get that until we get older and the kinds of attachments that we have when we're little are are also manifested on the future future attachments that we already have that we have in the future rather okay so that's how it is important for us to really know what self-love is and of course there are also ways that we can practice this okay and maybe you have this question okay you already 
told us what self-love is, what it really is, what it is not, and where it actually came from. How does it form, right? How we treat ourselves can be tracked back when we were still very, very young. And the way our parents have taken care of us were our caregivers, our guardians. Okay. And ways that we can practice this self-love is, of course, being kind and compassionate to ourselves. Looking at our situations, whatever it may be, in the lens of a best friend. Okay? I hope that the best friends that we have are supportive, compassionate, and we get to look at our circumstances on that way. Because sometimes, you know, or, or we are the best friend to another person. Usually we have this, we have, we treat them well, right? If we have a friend. But in terms of treating ourselves, we can be, you know, harsh, we can be critical, and we all have critical parts of ourselves. And there is the compassionate part of ourselves. So we have to tap into that more compassionate one that will say to us, for example, if we are having a bad day, uh, I'm 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 sad also that you experienced that in your in your life in your day. But uh, know that I am here for you. You can you can cry on my shoulder. You can lean on me if things are really rough. And that best friend or you as a best friend will also say encouraging words, right? giving another perspective about what happened. So for example, you had a bad day at work. It seems like there are a lot of things that you had to do. So you're overwhelmed. So that best friend will say, okay, I can feel, I can sense that you are overwhelmed. So let's just take it one step at a time. So let's chunk certain things, okay? So if you have something to do with this project A, this project B, okay, we'll list down the things that we need to do. Or we strategize, okay? Do the, the easy ones first if you become, uh, if you cannot do anything else because you're so overwhelmed. So that person who's guiding you, who's being with you on those tough times, really helping you out, helping you sort things out. So be that kind of person to yourself. In my own practice, which I just rekindled, I think, last month, because I just felt that I am being overwhelmed again with a lot of pressures in my life, my career, specifically studies. So I had to rekindle my practice on journaling and my journaling is not the typical one that we just write down everything that happened to us on that day 
But for me, there's processing part. So I list down in two columns the life-giving things that happened into my life that day. And on the other column, I write down what are the life draining. So I list down everything. May it be from the most simple, having a meal, having the conversation with a, with a loved one, having accomplished something. It can be also big or it can be accomplishing just one page of my thesis. That's one of the things that I'm working on. And practicing gratitude. That is that column is all about being able to recognize the good things that happened to me. That's something that I can appreciate. On the second column, I would write down all the things that seem to me not so good. So, for example, I'm not yet done with my target. Or probably I'm I just had a bad day. I, for example, I had an argument with a loved one. So, after writing everything on those two columns, I would write down my processing. So, I, I call it processing. And I call that notebook, therapy notebook, because I process myself at the end. So, um, I look at that situation. What if? my best friend is going through the tough time as well. So I would tell things like, oh, I, I feel that it's really hard for you that day. It's kind of overwhelming. A lot of pressures happening in your life. And I will give that kind of compassion to myself. Okay? If you can see that. Okay? And also, I would tell my best friend that okay with all the things that happened to you what can you do so more on the problem solving side i can also do that i usually do that after validating the emotions of my friend and also looking into the things that that she can be grateful for for example, what are the key things that she did? Okay, acknowledging that, reassuring the person that even though you had a bad day, you did something. So, for example, being pressured in thesis. You know, you got one page today. You wrote down one page today and that's already a progress. That's a big progress because you do not, you do not give up. You persist on your work no matter what. So that's one thing also that you can do to yourself. Reassuring the person. Reassuring yourself about those. Okay? And another thing that you can do, that we can do, is of course, taking care of our body. Okay? I have... I have been guilty of not taking care of my body in the past weeks because I was just caught up with a lot of things to do. So I had a hard time to go to sleep, to fall asleep rather, because I would 
do work before I will sleep. So this week I was really having this reset so that I can I can sleep soundly, okay, and better and earlier. Because that's needed for me to be present on the things that I do, on the things that I and how I also relate with others. So those are the things that we can also do. Um, also eating well, eating nourishing foods rather than just fried foods or foods coming from fast food. So we can try to, to cook really good meals, real food. That's what I call uh, food that are are done slowly or cooked slowly rather than it's it's cooked fast so eating real foods um greens no you add color to that you add fruits right and you know i just find that really rewarding and so refreshing that i can eat really good food and when you eat i also You know, I tended to practice watching a YouTube vlog while eating or doing something rather than be present while I'm eating. So I'm also resetting that, that I am present even on my eating so that I can really taste it, I can savor it, I can savor the moment. And I can even talk to my my loved ones, my family members, while I'm eating. So it's it's really different when we are doing something else and not being present and focused while we are doing something. So aside from that, taking time to stretch our body and to do some Um, minimal exercises you know I cannot really do extraneous exercises so before I I tried to do yoga (laughs) I tried you know the the high impact cardio exercises but as time goes by my body this body that I am given it cannot do any more of those this kind of extraneous exercises so I resorted to walking so when I am when I am at work I usually make sure that I go from the third floor to the first floor and go back again and just to say hi to other co-workers for a bit and then we'll go up again So I I take that opportunity to also socialize and to exercise. And when I go home as well, instead of taking the pedicab, okay, pedicab is one of our means of transportation in in the province. So I will walk and take the time to be mindful also while looking at the different people around me and actually I like to walk more because I get to pray for people whom I can I can approach or I came across while I'm walking. 
So I, I say a little prayer when I'm passing by certain people. Um, I do this also as a practice when I was on the university. When I was, I'm walking, I'm just walking kasi when I go to the to the university or I'm going to the chapel into the to the church. So I I take that time to to pray for the people whom I I encounter even though I'm not talking to them. So for their safety if they are grab drivers, if they are jeepney drivers or even the people who are needy. Okay, those the beggars in the street. So I take that time to to say a little prayer that they will be safe and they will be guided and they will be protected. So yeah, I, I love to walk and I love to to meditate also on on the surroundings and I am blessed that I was in the university with a lot of greens and a lot of of puno and trees and also different sceneries also in the province where I am living right now in the rural areas I get to see the birds I get to see the grass the rice fields the trees all around and I get to think deeply of different things that I can observe in in the nature so such as resilience such as gratitude as being strong as being flexible so those are the things that I can I can enjoy being in the present moment so taking care of our body exercising drinking a lot of water as much as you can hydrating and eating nourishing foods and of course taking care also of your spirit so as you as we all know as you all know if you have been my listener since the day one that i take this time also to nourish my soul because you know i just came across a certain documentary that tells us that we are more than this body that we have you know and it's really It's really nice to know about that. Actually, the spirit and the soul is not one of the things that my background in psychology talks about because, you know, psychology is science. We need evidence. We need proofs. But, you know, as I look into the forerunners of psychology, one of the things that was actually talked about is the unconscious and the subconscious and it's something that we cannot delve so much into because it's not part of the conscious and majority of what is what is studied more is on the consciousness our beliefs our attitudes our our practices our our actions the thoughts okay reason it's more of that but not entirely on the spiritual side and it's it's actually one of the things that was debated in one of the period or era in psychology and 
as a person who had this, you know, this kind of longing and wanting and this awareness while I'm still way back in my childhood that we have a soul, we have a spirit and that's something that I cannot really delve deeper when I went to the university and I had to compensate that by being in study groups of Bible studies of catechisms to know more about that and if you are like me who has this kind of longing and this kind of you know wanting to know more about yourself I encourage you also to to look for this kind of opportunities to know more about yourselves in the realm of the spirit of the soul and you know I have been to many books to many to many groups and actually the the search for that the search for the questions for my questions for the answers of my questions was quite hard and sometimes it was confusing so but it was worth it because right now I am I will not be able to to do this podcast if I haven't found that peace about the connection of the two things that our mind and our spirit has in common and it has also been and I think I have come into terms that one of the the things that science and you know spirituality can merge is on the concept of mindfulness okay and actually what I learned in my journey is that different spiritualities that we have may it be in 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 the Catholic faith in in other in other philosophies or other religions like Buddhism Taoism and stuff like that actually psychology is the one that is trying to to describe the process and we have these practices that is in place for many many years already right up before Christ even the ancient times that is giving us a perspective of how we have to to live our lives where we can put our faith to the practices like meditation the practices of prayer these are actually right now being brought about by science and I can link that to behaviorism to mindfulness to the results that that comes from the study of the brain when we meditate okay so those things those thoughts so take that time to to explore and to discover really what is the spirit what is the realm of the spirit how can you take care more of that all right and for me I to, just to share a bit 
of, of my faith, I got to really become at peace with the Catholic faith on the on the Ignatian spirituality wherein, you know, we get to meditate on the on the different gospels of Jesus Christ and we use our senses and we we implore and we ask the grace of God and also the guidance of the Holy Spirit so that our interpretations of of the gospels of the readings in the Bible will be guided and of course it is by the by the guide and the teachings also of people who are also advanced in us who are advanced in their spirituality as well so those elements of having a support system of having someone who could mentor us of having that element of mindfulness of breathing of grounding you know of using the senses those are actually connections between psychology and also spirituality all right and this is also present okay on other spirituality out there even philosophies that has been there for a very very long time so i want you to discover that to explore and live according to those principles okay that will make your spirit at peace and lastly of course know that you have to put boundaries okay even boundaries to your own thoughts to your own to your own self to your own actions okay and by knowing the boundaries as i've said earlier you have to know your values you have to know the principles that govern your life okay and having these boundaries also is knowing this is also related on taking care of your body when you have to rest when you have to work when you have to to pray when you have to play when you have to do the things that you need to do with other people so it's taking i think i wanted to to see this as well as having that kind of balance okay so that's boundary setting so that is what self-love is okay it's actually more than it's actually more than buying stuffs it's more than having more but sometimes it's you know having less and with the less it's really looking into what is important to you and what matters to you and what makes makes you feel more loved and also what will make you healthy 
healthy in the mind, in the body, and even on the spirit. Alright, so I hope that you'll learn something of what self-love is, what it is not, and the different ways such as practicing compassion to yourself and also taking care of your body, your spirit, and knowing your own boundaries, um, knowing your balance. And I hope that in a way, I have... I have shared something that is meaningful for you. And if this adds value to your life, please do subscribe to our channel, not only in Spotify, but also in YouTube. And our pages in Facebook and our account in Instagram. And I would like to remind you that you are worthy and you are loved. And I hope that you will not only be life-giving to yourself, but also to other people. So this has been Love Sophia. Take care.